It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. And welcome back to Decal Download. I'm Rich Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning, as always, with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. Well, during the COVID-19 pandemic, our Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning has been busy providing free childcare scholarships to essential workers with children birth to five. They've also been helping Santa with gifts for Georgia's foster children through DFACS and Clark's Christmas Kids. And Commissioner, on this episode of Decal Download, we are literally checking in live with the foundation and some of Santa's helpers doing the good work today at the Twin Towers in downtown Atlanta. Yeah, lots of good things going on. Uh, the foundation has been super busy um, being awarded with uh, many, several different grants to provide to either childcare providers or families. And then, of course, always helping out with our uh, Clark's Christmas Kids gifts. All right. So joining us from the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning is Executive Director Carrie Ashby, along with DECAL's Director of Government Relations and Special Projects, Liz Young. You can't see them on the podcast, but they are so festive today. They are in red. Uh, Carrie's got uh, her reindeer antlers. The sad thing is she usually wears those in July and August and September, uh, but it's great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to see you guys. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks. Great to be here. Well, first things first, it sounds like you guys have been pretty busy this morning getting all the gifts ready for Santa and 10 foster children we have adopted through DFACS and Clark's Christmas Kids. How are things going over there? It's, it's going great. As always, Decal goes above and beyond. So when I walked in this morning, um, my office is overflowing with toys and Carrie and I have been trying to organize and label and get everything together so that we can deliver today but it's been great decal uh, definitely goes above and beyond well Governor Kemp asked all state agencies to get involved again this year and you're right Liz decal always does go above and beyond what kinds of gifts were on the wish list this year Well, we had eight boys and two girls with ages ranging from one to 14, I believe. So scooters and ride-on toys were obviously a a popular choice, but also the pretend play items, I saw um, a lot of requests for those and and sporting goods, of course, uh, like soccer and basketball. So we're excited to to head over to the governor's office here soon and and deliver all of these gifts um, for our 10 children. And I think we want to brag a little bit. I think the deadline is actually on a Friday. Here we are on a Tuesday as we record this, and and we're turning our homework in early, right? Absolutely. As always, DECAL likes to go above and beyond. And so if we can get a little extra credit by turning it in early, um, we'll do so. But uh, today we walked in, and it's overflowing with gifts, and uh, we're just getting organized and sending them over. And Liz, I think you saw your office for the first time maybe since March when most of us uh, headed home to work from home. What was that like? It, it is very strange coming into the building and then into your office. It, it feels odd. I didn't really like recognize my stuff. Like, I, I mean, 
I didn't, Carrie was asking me, do you have a stapler? Do you have tape? What do we need? And I was like, I don't know what I have. <laughs> I'm looking around, opening drawers, just trying to find it. So very, very strange to be back in the office. Where did I put my tape? Where did right, I put exactly, my tape? Exactly. Exactly. That's what it felt like. <laughs> I think I have it. I'm not really sure. Well, we were thrilled to have Clark Howard from WSB Radio and Tom Rawlings from Georgia Defects with us here on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, you can still get involved. I know the, the deadline was December the 7th for getting all the toys to the kids, but they definitely can use your help at clarkschristmaskids.com. And because this is virtual, all virtual this year, um, they are definitely um, looking for financial, and it's all financial uh, donations this year. They do the buying for you and get the toys and whatnot. So let's help them push it right over the top, way past the finish line even, Clark's Christmas Kids. Dot com And Carrie, we mentioned it, but our team, they did pretty well this year, right? Yes. I mean, I would say that we have enough toys uh, for probably an additional 20 kids. I mean, that's what I wish we could. I'm hoping you can visualize Liz's small eight by eight office just piled high with toys. So um, we learned last year that they will, um, if they get a little strict on it, they want it to be fair and, and three kids per toy, but they will always accept more gifts. Um, so we, I mean, I'm thinking at least, at least another 10, maybe 20 kids will have, um, will have extra gifts this year. So we should all be proud as a state agency for going above and beyond. Yeah, absolutely proud of um, DECAL for doing that. Well, Carrie, the uh, foundation, as we all know, were, was created in 2017 by Governor Deal and the General Assembly. But more importantly, how has the foundation been faring under COVID-19 and how have your efforts been impacted? Well, I mean, I think everyone has, has learned lessons through this whole process. But one thing I think we all know now, especially with DECAL, is that childcare is essential. Um, we have scaled back or paused several of our programs, such as the Early Childhood Educator of the Year program for infant and toddler teachers, or we've had to completely pause the statewide Infant Toddler Teacher Institute that we were planning to hold in a large conference-style setting. Um, but, you know, we were still able to move forward with our Pre-K Teachers of the Year, which is always um, a great accomplishment, and, and they have gotten a lot of publicity. Um, but then... Also, we've got several grant awards that you mentioned earlier that the foundation has been administrating through this time. This year, the United Way of Metro Atlanta and the Community Foundation for Greater Atlanta came up with funding to help essential workers pay for child care and child care providers staying open. Also uh, helped with that, either opening or reopening. Carrie, how is the foundation involved in those uh, efforts and uh, how is it going so far? Well, I'm especially proud to, to partner uh, with those two aforementioned um, nonprofits. So out of the eight rounds of uh, grants that they've been administrating, the foundation has been awarded twice for our efforts with nearly $300,000 in funding. So our main focus has really been twofold. We want to assist our child care providers with grants and help them maintain their business operations during the pandemic. And then secondly, we want to award these emergency childcare scholarships to our essential employees. And uh, we've been following the, the foundation has been following DECAL's lead in terms of um, guidelines and what necessarily uh, falls as an, an essential employee. 
but we have lifted the income level up. So that has helped a lot of folks that, um, that, that were you know, originally denied a scholarship. Um, we've been able to help those, um, help those parents uh, stay at work, help us on the front lines and allow their children to, um, to be part of a licensed childcare facility here in Georgia or the home care as well, so. We were also recently awarded $225,000 grant by the Joseph B. Whitehead Foundation to support quality rated through a critical response team. Uh, tell us about that. Well, we had applied for this grant uh, before the pandemic, but I think now it's, it's even more important than ever. Um, we, were, we were granted, like you said, $225,000 for our, kind of our hands-on critical support um, that's necessary for these child care providers to become quality rated before the deadline. Um, this would pay for three new temporary staffers to work directly with DECAL's case management team. And they're just going to address the challenges, even more so probably today, um, that these child care providers are experiencing. And that's really just holding them back from being rated. From being rated. So because of the pandemic, we've uh, asked to start the program in March of 2021 but we are really uh, excited about this. And I think we're able to kind of shape the needs and the outcomes even more so um, living through this pandemic together. You know, while grants are a big part of the funding, you also rely on philanthropic contributions from businesses and other organizations who have made early childhood education a top priority. How can businesses get involved uh, with you, Carrie? Well, businesses are starting to realize that economic development starts with early childhood development. And so in Georgia, every dollar invested in quality early education saves on average $13 and costs down the road. Um, and this you know, applies with criminal justice, public assistance, special education and whatnot. So this is clearly a sound, proven social and economic return on your investment. And businesses in Georgia, and especially the ones who are looking to lo relocate here in Georgia, they want a competitive workforce and a robust economy to go along with it. So businesses have learned that investments in the early education, you know, they set the stage for a strong workforce and they're willing to contribute philanthropically, um, but also to, uh, you know, really just to partner with us with, um, with our grants and, and whatnot, and just to be part of, um, be part of our mission. So we're always looking for new partnerships in the business community. So please contact me if you know of one that might be interested in supporting our, our mission going forward. As we record this, it is officially Georgia Gives on Giving Tuesday, highlighting nonprofits across the state. Is the foundation part of this effort? Yes, you've probably seen it on social media today. Uh, Giving Tuesday is a global movement, but Georgia Gives is that part, um, is, is part of the, the whole movement that we do just here in Georgia. Um, it started in 2012, and since then, every Tuesday following Thanksgiving has been a, a time for, um, for nonprofits to really shine, to show what they do, and for the community to, um, to really lock on to something that they find meaningful um, in their daily lives. So it's the single largest day of, of, of giving in the state, and Georgia has given more than $41.5 million on Giving Tuesdays in the past nine years. So, hey, I'd like to invite you all to um, check us out on gagives.org. I'm the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning. 
um, share it with your friends and family and, uh, and just show them what we do on a daily basis and how uh, we affect our early childhood education here in Georgia. Every little bit counts. So we'd appreciate any donation at all. Thank you. Well, I want to take off my uh, podcast host hat real quick and now put on my hat as the chair of the board of the Foundation for Early Care and Learning. So may I also suggest um, that on Amazon Smile, you can choose the foundation as your charity, um, which is really simple. And we all know we're doing a lot of shopping online, a lot of shopping at Amazon. um, And a little bit of that goes to the foundation if you choose them as your charity. And it's really easy to do and you really see no difference. It is a little tricky to set it up and you really need to, you have to go through the Amazon Smile website, not your Amazon app, but you can set it up like an app on your phone, which I've learned recently. Um, And I made a couple purchases today on behalf of the foundation. That's awesome. Yes, there's 0.5% of everything that you buy on Amazon can go directly to the foundation without you having to do anything else except shop from a particular Amazon Smile link and choose the foundation. And like you said, with with the app, that is new. It just came out, I think, about three, four months ago. Um, and I do a lot of the shopping for our family on the app. So I have found that um, I wasn't really giving as much. I think my contribution last year to the foundation was about 30 bucks. And I think that's because I was doing it all on the computer, whereas most of my shopping has to do on the couch when um, the evening's wrapping up. So the, the new app feature is wonderful once you get it on your phone. And, uh, you know, just pick a charity that, that speaks to you. Um, it does not have to be the foundation, but this is easy money. It needs to go to somebody. Amazon is a wonderful partner to the nonprofit community, um, and it's just easy money to give away. You know, we also have something called State Charitable Contributions Week, and um, it took a real hit this year from the standpoint that all of our employees are scattered here, there, and yonder across the state, and not exactly the easiest time to do a lot of in-person campaigning. Um, and it's a great program. This is where state employees choose nonprofits that they want to support uh, just in and of themselves. And um, we put it all together through State Charitable Contributions uh, Week. And Carrie, you shared that effort this year and, and kind of came up with some creative ideas of kind of giving it all one big hit in the middle of the week. Tell us about that. Sure. Well, so in the past, we've done Penny Wars, we've done uh, Wheel of Fortune games, anything to get the staff involved in finding that charity um, that has, you know, that, that is meaningful to them and their family. Uh, but this year, with it being um, during the pandemic, it was hard to kind of connect and have that grassroots flair to, to the, um, the state contributions program. But we were able to do a 12-hour blitz. I figured if I can get your attention and the staff's attention, um, not for the whole week, but if I can just get you for 12 hours, um, we, I feel like we could make a meaningful contribution. And we were, um, we, we were able to raise, I believe $5,000 in 12 hours. Um, and these were one-time donations and we received, um, we received a lot of, of, of attention from, the, from the DOAS, the folks that, the state agency that manages the, the contribution program, because, you know, I was asking for information that they didn't exactly know if they even had, and I wanted it right then and there. I wanted it on an hourly basis, if not more than that, not a weekly basis, but they wanted to provide. So um, I think we were able to help out um, DOAS, and I think we, you know, were able to come up with some new games and 
and have a new vision for this year. <laughs> we, um, you know, in the past, there were over a thousand nonprofits, and this year there were about 700 that participated. And um, I know that the giving level was down on a state level, but that was just because it, we're usually all together and in, in giving actual change and, and, and dollars. And if it being online this year, it was a little challenging. So I hope that we can, um, that we can help out even more so next year. Yeah. It's a great tradition, great opportunity for our employees. They seem to love it, uh, but they do get pretty competitive in those penny wars and some of the other things that we do. We seem right, to be so, getting competitive with our gift giving too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was almost like a divisional competition on how, how many gifts we can give all these children. <laughs> well, and, and you hear people kind of going, okay, well, you guys bought that gift. That was really nice, but wait until you see what we're going to buy. <laughs> we're we serve children, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a great, uh, a great program, and really the hearts of our folks are, are just so to be admired because they dive right in every year on these campaigns and, um, and yet are able to support so many great uh, opportunities. So uh, we want to get you more involved in the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning. So you start with a visit to their website, and that's Georgia Early Ed, G-A, Early ed.org. And you can also follow them on social media. Uh, Liz and Carrie, thanks so much. I, we're going to get out of your way and let you head on over to the Capitol and hand deliver those to uh, the governor and uh, first lady and the staff. And uh, thanks for everything you were doing uh, this year and uh, throughout the year uh, for our decal team. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you, Reg. Thanks. Now your questions from the water coolers. Hi, my name is Heather Malillo. I'm pre-K teacher of the year. I work at West End Elementary School in Rome, Georgia. And my question for Commissioner Jacobs is, what is your all-time favorite holiday tradition? Well, thank you, Heather, and it is good to um, hear from you. And congratulations again on being named Pre-K Teacher of the Year. Um, so one of the favorite traditions of my family is um, to ride the Pink Pig, which is at Lenox Square and see Santa Claus. And then we usually go eat cheeseburgers and french fries after that. So that's definitely part of the tradition. But I just looked up recently um, that they're not going to do the pink pig ride this year just because of COVID-19. So that's a little disappointing. So we'll miss that this year. Um, but we will go see Santa Claus, which is interesting. Um, you got to have an appointment and um, you have to wear a mask when you're seeing and talking to Santa and no sitting on Santa's lap this year. So that's okay. It's all different, but I'm glad we get to continue part of the tradition because we will definitely go eat cheeseburgers and French fries afterwards. You know, that appointment, for Santa, they may keep that around for a while because that sounds oh, like a that. good idea. Yeah, I agree <laughs> completely. And it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers received to this question. You email your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. We put all the correct answers together, draw one name, and you're our winner. Here's the question. Who is the executive director of the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning? Who is the executive director of the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning? Answer that correctly. We'll put all the names together, draw out one name, and what separates that person is you go home with a nice prize. Thanks for playing and good luck. 
Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.